Yo, these new speakers that I just got are just insane. Like, check it. Yo, like literally, oh my goodness. Like, I was about to record the podcast, but we were just vibing in the office. So I just seriously had to show you guys those speakers. You probably can't even tell how good they sound um, on the mic, but I'm freaking stoked. Um, Anyway, all right. Uh, let's get the podcast going. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Mid Convo podcast. It's always a pleasure to have all you guys who listen to this podcast. Um, we have a really fun episode today. Um, you guys actually chose it on Instagram. I did a poll asking which topic you'd like to hear about. And today we're going to talk about um, optimizing your network. It's a really important one. I think there's going to be a lot of value. Hold on. I was about to just roll intro music, but I feel like we don't have to anymore because we just did that. I just showed you guys my speakers. W- whatever. Let- let's still roll intro music. So let's not waste any time and dive right into this episode. All right. Optimizing your network. I have an outline right in front of me because, you know, I don't want to miss out on any of these gems, but we're going to have a conversation. And if you're driving right now, cool, keep doing that. Don't crash. Uh, if you're at the gym or something, that'd be kind of weird because I feel like you can't really vibe on a workout with a podcast. But regardless of what you're doing, um, you can't take notes, obviously. You're probably busy just listening to this, but try to take in everything that we're about to talk about. I feel like there's a lot of good things in here that can you can use in your business, uh, especially if you're creative. So why is your network important? Well, your network is really important because your skills and talent can only take you so far. I, I truly mean that. I mean, that just comes from me as a videographer, content creator. I mean, I know we cannot live or die by live or die by our skills as a creator. You know, nowadays you look on Instagram, you look on uh, social media and you look at all the videos all these brands are producing. The, the talent is just is growing so fast. There are so many talented creators out there who are so young um, and really that's just not enough now. You need more than just talent now um, to grow a successful business, in my opinion. So that's why I think having a good network um, is very, very important because the network is what's going to help you land clients. It's going to help you um, build a strong uh connections with people that you want to eventually end up working with and so before you really dive into you know all the other aspects of your business having a good foundation uh, and a good network is what's going to help you scale because when you just have skills uh, and you just are keeping it really local with just like friends or family it's gonna be really hard to grow your business to the next level so that's what we're gonna be covering today's podcast and Uh, That's why networking is important. Now, before we dive into really optimizing and tweaking your network, we need to talk about optimizing your friend group, okay? Because I feel like when you hear the word network, you think of, you know, people in the professional world, like, oh, someone has a big network, you know? Network is your net worth, all right? All that entrepreneur talk. But literally, before you go into all these, like, colleagues and professional world, your friend group, your closest friends, okay? You need to optimize that first. 
because your friend group, this this however many friends you have or who you deem as close friends, they have the most influence over your thoughts and your actions. Whether you want to believe it or not, you are the result of your five closest friends. You know, a lot of times people try to run away from that statement and they're like, nah, like they'll be like just saying, oh, my friends aren't really going anywhere in life and I'm not like that. But hey, the reality is if you spend a lot of your time with this group of friends, yeah, you might not be um, as lazy as them or maybe you have more ambition, but chances are you you like the same things, you talk about a lot of the same things, and you're going to be heavily affected by this group. So I'm not saying that you should go and cut off all your friends if you don't think they're successful. What I'm trying to say is you need to optimize your friend group. And how do you do that? Well, I have this thing that I've kind of called the friend triangle. There's probably an actual name for this, but I don't know. I just call it the friend triangle. Now, the friend triangle is when you have three groups of friends. I feel like you need to have a balance in your friend group. Now, these three groups of friends that you everyone must have consist of first one being people that you look up to. Okay, you need to have a group of friends that you look up to. Okay, these friends, quote, could also be mentors, could be um, teachers, coaches, anyone you look up to, other creators that are crushing it. These that you deem as friends, this could be that group. Okay, people you look up to, you aspire to be like, you know, you get a lot of value from. Okay, that's the first group. The second group is people that look up to you. Now, that's on the other end of the spectrum. Now, these are people that come to you for advice. These are people that um, ask you, you know, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? These are the people that kind of look up to you. This is important because having people that look up to you give you a sense of confidence. Um, they give you a sense of purpose. And, you know, at the end of the day, you do need people um, to help, right? It just makes us feel good as as humans. You know, it's just regular psychology, I guess. Um, just giving is better than receiving a lot of the times. Now, we'll dive more into that. But this last group, this third friend group, is people you view um, eye to eye. Now, a lot of people will have majority of their friends in this middle group, okay? A lot of people will have their friends in this. You see them eye to eye. You don't necessarily think you're better than them, but they also don't look up to you. It's just it's just good times, right? You're always with them. You know, you talk about a lot of the same things. Um, it's always comfortable and everyone's kind of living in similar homes, driving similar cars. And this is just like your safe zone. Now, the problem that I'm seeing, though, is that some people have an overflow of friends in one of these groups. I just hit on a little bit a couple you know, seconds ago, but let's talk about why each of these groups are important and why you should have all of them. So that first one the um, mentors, people that you look up to. You need this group in your life because if you don't have some people that you look up to, how are you supposed to gauge where you want to go? How are you supposed to gauge um, success? How are you supposed to gauge um, accomplishments? When you have people you look up to and, and people that provide you value and, and help you kind of guide your path, these are the kind of your reach, you know, your reach goals. This is, this is how you're going to catapult into, you know, doing what you love because you have examples to show for it. And you need that North Star kind of in this friend group that kind of mentors you, that helps you because that is what's going to help you, you know, push 
your creative career forward. You also need um, the bottom group, like I said. And I don't want, I don't want to call it bottom. This is a triangle, so they're all equal. But the the group of people that look up to you, you need that, like I said earlier, because you know you need people that look up to you because. The top group, which is your mentors and people, they're always telling you what to do, how to do it. And they're coming from a place. A lot of the times they're they're above you. Right. But sometimes when you're just in that mode so much and all you hear from people is do this, do that. This is how you do it. This is what you're doing wrong. It can be really, really exhausting. Okay, Um, you can only have so much motivational talk. Now, this uh, this other group, though, of friends that look up to you. This is the people that help you feel good. These are the people that validate your work. These are the people that say, wow, that's really good. How'd you do that? And these are the type of friends that are going to, you know, help you go on low days or low points because they're a good gauge of whether or not you're still on the right path, you know, because if people are looking up to you, you're probably doing something right. So you need friends in this group as well. The third group, which is people you view as equals, um, you also need this because sometimes, you know, you don't want to not you're not always in the mood to motivate people. And you're also not really in the mood to talk to your mentor or someone you look up to to just get all this advice. Sometimes you just want to chill. Sometimes you just want to have um, a level headed conversation with someone at the same level as you, you talk about your struggles. You talk about your um, accomplishments and you just see each other eye to eye. It's really important to have that safe zone um, and be comfortable with people because that is what's going to, you know, just help you manage your expectations and you get to hear in in real time or I'm sorry, not in real time, but just real world, real world examples of people who are in situations that you're in. And that can be really helpful as well. So basically the friend triangle, you need to make sure that you're not overflowing in one of these groups. You need to have an equal balance in these three groups because I've seen a lot of people overflow in one. You know, when you have too many people in the people that look up to you, you just become really cocky and egotistical and you don't really grow because you don't have people you look up to and you don't even view people as equals. You just want people to all like bask you with all this love and all this. How'd you do this? How'd you do that? You're so awesome. You're so awesome. And these are the people that become cocky, in my opinion. And the middle group, if you're just stuck there and all your friends are doing what you're doing, you can't grow because it's just overflowing there. There's no room for growth. And if you just look up, if you're just following a bunch of people that you look up to all the time, you're going to feel discouraged because um, you're going to be constantly comparing yourself to people who are doing better. And instead of taking it as motivation, it's going to be discouraging because you're going to keep saying, why am I not like my friends? Why am I not like my friends? So have an equal balance in your friend triangle. Man, that was kind of a lot. We just talked about it for like five minutes. I hope that made sense. <laughs> it made sense in my head, but hopefully you, got, you guys took something away from that. So friend triangle, really important. Now, the next tip as far as optimizing your network is choosing less people to like follow on social media. And I don't literally mean like the number of people you're following on your account, because, you know, all of us have hundreds, if not thousands of people that we're following. If you just go to our, like our Instagram, but I'm talking about like literally people that you follow on a day to day basis or keep up with on their content, what they're doing. Man, social media has been a crazy run for a lot of people over the last couple of years. Right. Like we went from 
you know, not being on the platform as much to basically living or dying by the platform for a lot of brands, you know what I mean? And a lot of up and coming creators, they, they're kind of that, that crippling thought, oh, if I don't have followers, I'm not going to be successful. It's, it's, there's a lot going on. Okay. It's a lot to take in when it comes to social media. So with that being said, you know, think of in your, in your own life, you know, do you, do you keep in contact with a thousand people on a regular basis? Dude, you can't even think about people who are in your text message inbox. It's hard to keep up with even four or five people if like they all text you at the same time, you know, it can be overwhelming if like a hundred people texted you. So similarly, when you're, you know, thinking about your network and being intentional, when it comes to social media and your consumption of social media, just pick like three to five creators or people you look up to uh, or people you view as equals, whatever, just three to five people that you enjoy their content, keep up with them, you know, regularly, you know, message them, DM them, reply to their stories, turn, turn on their post notifications, and then, you know, comment on their posts, and really build strong relationships with these three to five people. And try to find people that, you know, are relatively in your um, size of audience, I guess you could say. You know, let's say you're first starting out. You don't want to be hitting up someone who has a million followers and trying to build a network that way. They already have they already have so many people hitting them up. It's just probably not going to work. But I would say if they're under 75K on Instagram, as much as I hate talking about numbers, but it's true. If they're under 75,000, regardless, you could have 100 followers. Start to try to build a, a good uh, relationship with this person. By just regularly interacting with them. You might actually know them in real life or you might have never even met them. You might become friends over social media or over Instagram. But it's really important that you just choose a select small group of people to follow on a regular basis. Because it's kind of like this. If you shotgun your attention and you're just on Instagram all the time and you're commenting to 100 people, 200 people, just trying to shotgun your efforts and just try to get a, a big network, you're actually going to end up not building any network because you're not being intentional about it. Whereas if you just choose three to five, build solid relationships with them, and then, you know, slowly add on more people, or, you know, once you literally become friends with one of these three to five people, then, you know, you can find a new creator that you like their content and engage with them regularly, you know, be intentional about it. I would personally rather have, like from Instagram, for example, I've made some really good friends that I've never even met in person, but I would rather have five really, really solid friends that I could call friends for a lifetime um, through Instagram instead of having like a ton of people that I quote unquote know without actually knowing them. You know what I mean? So being intentional about who you engage with on social media and the amount of you know time that you spend on that platform is really important. The next point uh, for optimizing your network is you have to view everyone you meet as an equal or a peer. Like you have to view everyone and anyone as a peer when you meet them. It doesn't matter if they're way more successful than you. It doesn't matter if they're first starting out, you know, you know, in that friend group we we're talking about earlier or just people in general, you know, you're going to get people that come up to you and say, hey, how'd you do this? This was really inspiring. Uh, and you're also going to want to, you know, have the opportunity to meet people who are way more successful than you, people you look up to. The trick here for building a strong network or optimizing it is when you meet people that are up and coming, 
right? We were all there at one point. We were all up and coming at one point. Um, I feel like I'm still up and coming every single day. But whenever someone reaches out to me, it doesn't matter how many followers they have. It doesn't matter if, you know, they have, you know, no account even, you know, they just emailed me from my website. I don't treat them like they're lesser than me. I don't treat them like they're not good enough for my time or this is a waste of my time. They're not even going to benefit me because you never know. You just never know with people, you know, with situations. You might write off someone and they could be your boss one day. They could be your biggest client one day. And you have to you have to treat it like that. You have to treat every single person that you meet like that. That's the only way you're going to build genuine relationships. So don't act like you're above them. And also, let's say you happen to meet your big a big influencer that you look up to, right? I mean, yeah, of course you want to be like in the in the background you might be like, "Oh, shoot, this is pretty crazy. Like, I just met so and so." But, you know, when you actually meet them in person or you actually DM them, you know, don't be so uh fanboying, you know, or fangirling. Because when you do that, you like immediately shoot yourself in the foot to building a good network. Or you immediately shoot yourself in the foot to building a genuine relationship with this person. Because when you do that, you, they already they already don't view you as an equal. You know, of course, in a perfect world, all these influencers or people with success are super humble and they'll still, you know, connect with you. But chances are if you're if you're like all up, you know, in their success and you're fangirling or fanboying, they're going to already put you in a basket that they've put thousands of thousands and or hundreds of people into already and you're just going to be a, another one of those people whereas if you treat them as an equal regardless of your following regardless of what you accomplish you just say hey you know my name is ed i really enjoy your work um maybe you could go get coffee sometime i'd love to take you out for coffee or hey i noticed you take photos you know how did you do this i really find it inspiring or maybe i can come help you with some instagram photos sometime you know like just view them as equals and be normal about it and just know that regardless of anyone's success or number of followers or number of money in their, you know amount of money in their bank whatever we're all human we're all the same people just trying to accomplish the same thing and try to be happy okay so don't put people on a pedestal you know it's just it's not helpful for you it's not helpful for them and it's not helpful overall for like just our creative industry as a whole so just keep that in mind so basically viewing everyone as you meet as an equal or peer is very important now the last thing that i want to talk about which is really important and um it kind of ties into a question i get often is you know should i do free work um, my whole take on this, uh, when it comes to your network is don't be cheap, but don't be wasteful. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, think about your money. When you, when you spend your money, you don't, you don't want to be known as a cheap person, or you don't want to be known as a guy who never spends his money on anyone else but himself, right? No one likes those kind of people, but at the same time, you also don't want to be, you know, uh, dumb and use all your money on something expensive and make a poor investment decision, right? Like that's a, that's a bad thing to do. Your network and people is the same way, but except instead of money, uh, the currency is your time. 
Okay, it's your time and your energy. So don't be cheap with your time or your energy. You know, help your homies, help your day ones, help your friends, help your past clients that have paid you for work in the past. Even if it's for free once in a while, help people that have helped you, okay? Or help people that you feel like you can provide value and they can provide value back in one way or another. You know, it's like an equal trade. You know, don't be cheap with your time with with these kind of opportunities and situations because that is how you're going to build your network is if you just put it out there and you're not cheap. That's simply put. But at the same time, don't spend all your time slaving for people who will take advantage of you or have no intention of bringing you up with them. Now, that is a bad investment. That's that's kind of like, you know, if you if you were to do this, that's kind of like spending all your money on a sports car. That's like way out of your means or a camera that is super unnecessary at your skill level. You know, it's like don't spend all your time on this individual if they're just sucking you dry and they have no intention of helping you out long term. Okay, that's a bad investment. You do not want these kind of people in your network because you're, if you do go down that path, then you're going to end up losing a lot of um, energy, losing a lot of your time and ultimately ending up with nothing. And I have I haven't experienced this you know, too often, but as you grow as a creator, as you just grow as a business owner in any industry, your gauge for people starts to get better, or at least it should, you know, you should start to figure out, okay, this person, I don't know too well, but I know what his intentions are. This person, um, he is probably just trying to get a free gig and he's trying to build his business, right? You know, I just put, made an Instagram post uh, two days ago, probably three days ago by the not, by the time you guys listen to this now, but I talked about um, exposure in one in one part of my caption and talking about how a lot of people will say, oh man, you're so talented. You know, honestly, the first time someone hits you up, if they're just like nothing but gas, like, and by, by gas, I mean like nothing but kind words. And I'm talking like really kind, like they just hit you up and they're like, you're the best I've ever seen. You are just so successful, man. I, I would love to work with you. All this kind of stuff. To me, that's honestly a red flag because anyone who views you as equal, anyone who's actually providing real value, they know they're bringing something to the table too. They know that if you decide to work with this person or reach back out to them, that they have something of value, something that you want. And so they're going to work. You're going to work with them. People who just blow all this stuff towards you which is like basically just gassing you up it's a red flag for me because it it's they're trying to make up for the fact that they're about to give you nothing (laughs) like quite literally they're they're about to they're about to just take advantage of you because they know that they're trying to get you for free they know that they have ulterior motives to build their own business or their own agenda and they know that the only way they can really get you to or win you over is to smooth talk you and just say that you're the greatest, basically, when they've probably said that to a bunch of other people. Now, this isn't always the case. I mean, genuinely, there are some really nice people that will just give you nothing but kind words. 
and you know those people are awesome but the thing is you have to be realistic with everyone that you meet especially when it comes to building your network and don't ever work with clients that are just going to say hey um we don't have a budget but we'll give you exposure we'll, we'll throw you on our social channels we'll uh we'll talk to you about our to our we'll talk about you to our friends and to our all of our huge network will drop your name run away from those kind of brands far far away because one brands that talk like that they don't have money and once again it goes back to the thing of they're just trying to take advantage of you because at the end of the day i don't know if you guys have seen some of the conversions of uh exposure quote unquote nowadays but you know back in the day when someone with a million followers you know talked about you on their account you might literally become an overnight success like you might quite literally gain so much traction overnight that it'll change your life and not not that that can't happen anymore but it happens a lot less often now because dude there's just so many <laughs> there's just so much clout out there now you know what i mean there's so many people uh demanding so many things of other people namely their, namely their attention that even if someone with a million followers is like, hey, uh, shoot this free project for me and I'll post post about it on my account, dude, you might not get that many followers. You know, it's happened to me. I've worked with people that I thought the exposure thing was really going to make a big impact. And let me tell you, it almost never has. So I would say if you're trying to be, build a successful business, especially if you're a creator, Focus on building your business on the tangible things, not things like exposure, not things like on a good word. At the end of the day, are you doing what you love? Is there money coming into your bank? That's really the only things you should be cared about. It doesn't matter about anything else. It doesn't matter about followers. It doesn't matter about um, literally all the other pretty things that you see on social media. It's really simple. If you're running a creative business or any business, are you fulfilled? Are you happy? Is there money in your bank or coming into your bank you know that's that's kind of how i've approached my business uh starting like maybe a year ago because before i was really caught up on the other stuff too you know like man i want followers i want to meet cool influencers i want to travel the world all this kind of stuff which yeah i i still do those are all definitely like micro goals of mine and i, I think it's cool to to live a life like that but at the same time i i've basically stripped down all the things that I know and I, I just really peeled all the layers of the onions and got to the core and I figured out man all I really need is to be fulfilled as a creator and I need to be making money so I'm not struggling and being like stressed out about how I'm gonna make ends meet and with those two elements when you view everything else as extra you can make strides in your business like I'm talking strides because when you free up that mental uh, space you can fill it with all this creative stuff because you don't you, you don't you're just doing it for fun you're just doing it as extra when you're doing things out of necessity and you, you just become desperate and you start making bad moves and one bad move leads to another bad move or one bad decision leads to another bad decision it's kind of like a snowball effect it's the same thing when it runs coming to running your business so basically guys to recap optimizing your network how do you do it number one dial in your friend triangle probably can think of a better name for that but yeah dial in your friend triangle 
Number two, pick uh, three to five creators or people to keep up with regularly. You know, don't fall into the trap of infinitely scrolling in like, you know, DMing 100 people, commenting on 100 posts, super exhausting. And it's going to take away from your own process because that's the most important thing. Who cares about what uh, your favorite creator is really doing if you're not growing? You know, I'm all about support, but man, you got to support yourself before you support other people. And that's not being selfish. It's just being smart. And this is all if you're wanting to run your own business as a creative. Number three, view everyone you meet as equals or as peers. This is a game changer. Um, and I'll, I'll get back to a little story on this part, actually, before we end the podcast. But number four also is make good investments with your time. Okay, make good investments with your time. Don't make bad investments. Treat your time like it's money. You would never buy something and expect nothing in return and you don't want to be so frugal and so cheap that people don't want to get to know you because once you're uh, smart about your time and once you give it freely and you make smart choices that's when you can really grow your network and not just a network a good network a network that you can tap into to make um, new connections get new gigs and grow your business even further so that really covers optimizing your network. One little story that I do want to tell you guys on point number three, which is view everyone as, as you meet as equals. Um, I would say I have a fair share of experience um, with meeting big influencers, as I guess you could say. Uh, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that because I've, I've just learned the hard way a lot, guys. Seriously. So for those of you who are listening, uh, if you didn't know, about two, a couple years ago, I used to work at a place called Rhino. Uh, they make video sliders. It was a dope job. Uh, I, I love that job. I love that job a lot. It helped me grow. But that job kind of allowed me to have a lot of opportunities because we're in the filmmaking space um, and just kind of like YouTube space as well. So it kind of led to a lot of opportunity to meet uh, big influencers or big YouTubers. Long story short, I had the chance to go to Iceland with uh, Peter McKinnon and Maddie Hapoya, which at the time his name was Travel Fields. And I was keeping up with these two people like pretty diligently, you know, like I found Peter McKinnon's YouTube channel and everyone knows who Peter McKinnon is. And if you don't know who he is and you're listening to this right now, I'll be really shocked. But you should go look him up. He makes great work. But regardless, um, when I... Uh, met Peter McKinnon when we were in Iceland, like literally keep in mind, I'm a small creator at this time. I'm still a small creator, but I was even smaller. I didn't even really take Ed Ridley films that seriously. Of course I was mind blown. And Peter was about to hit almost a million subscribers around this time. I think he was around like 800. I mean, I've been following him since he had like 80,000, but by the time we went to Iceland, because we were booked that trip far in advance with, with this company that I used to work with, literally he was almost at a million subscribers and he was he was he was growing up really really fast and he had he was pretty popular and so of course you know little micro creator me i was like oh my goodness literally going to iceland with peter mckinnon and maddie hapoya and sleeping in the same airbnbs and traveling for like a week i was mind blown and literally from the moment i met him to the first car ride we were in together I was like fanboying like I I feel like I was trying to keep it cool but now I look back on it I was fanboying pretty hard 
And what that really kind of did was it put me in a mindset of being lesser, you know, when in reality, Peter, you know, he didn't view me as lesser. The moment he met me at the airport, he was probably like, okay, cool. Rhino bros. Uh, let's get to know them. Let's be friends. Right. But me, because I, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand this, like optimizing your network and viewing people as equals. I just went full send and was like, man, I love your work. And, and we just kept talking about that. I was so sh like kind of shy and I shot myself in the foot, like right away. Eventually it all came back full circle. And then when I, you know, quit my job and Peter actually like DM me and, you know, he like remembered me and stuff. But the moral of the story is like I got off on the wrong foot and I, I kind of burned my chance at building something really, really genuine. It would have been so much better if I just met him was like acted like a cool dude, acted like he was normal. Like just because he has almost a million subscribers doesn't mean he's like this crazy person. He's just a normal bro making YouTube videos, too. And so if I treated him that way, it might have been different. It might have not, but this is just my personal experience. And and ever since that lesson, ever since that experience, you know, I've met some pretty uh, awesome people who are, are crushing it in this like social media space. But every time I meet them, it's the same thing. You shake their hand pre-COVID, obviously. Now you don't want to shake people's hands because coronavirus, but whatever. And when you, I just meet them and I shook their hand and say I love their work and then we move on. And he asked a question about my work. I answer the, to the best of my ability. I ask a question about his work. And then we ask about other things outside of work. And you just build this like genuine relationship because when you have a bunch of followers, it sounds fun. And of course, you know, they're thankful for it, but they don't want to be treated like some different person. You know, we all start at zero. Literally, we all start at zero. It's kind of like social media is a, is a little different than than money. If you think about it. You know, if your parents are really wealthy, really, really rich, they can literally leave that for you. And quite literally, when you're born, you're not starting at zero. You could have, you could be a trust fund baby and have millions of dollars waiting for you. And you're not even one years old yet. You know, that can happen. But when it comes to social media and influence, you know, your, your parents or whoever, they cannot hand off their followers to you. Who knows? Maybe that will be a thing in like a couple years. But I'm saying like right now, we all start from zero. We all start from scratch and we all are in this creative journey. So just take my lesson, um, take it as, as a learning lesson, my experience and, you know, use it to your advantage. The next time you meet someone that you look up to someone that you really, really, really respect, you know, view them as equals. It will really pay off in the long run. Whew. All right. 35-ish minutes uh, before I've edited this, uh, if I do edit any of this. But thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. You know, I really appreciate it. You know, I kind of been really inconsistent with the podcast. But for those of you who have been listening to every single episode, I really, really appreciate it. And, you know, like this is just my way of, you know, talking to people without seeing their faces and more of like a mental dump and hopefully providing some value along the way. Uh, also, I'll, I'll say it here first, but for those of you who are listening, uh, I'm starting a course, dude, like a six-week program. It's going to be about scaling your business. and I'm really, really stoked. Like, it's going to be awesome. And I've been working on it for a while now, and I probably still have a couple uh, weeks, if not months, to go on creating this. 
but um, I, I really want to create something where uh, creators can take their business to the next level. And this is not, uh, trust me, man, there's so many courses out there that are cliche that are, you know, hey, I'm going to make you so much money. Like all, there's just literally courses everywhere, right? Like YouTube ads, all you see is courses, right? Hey, I can teach you how to make $100,000 in 24 hours, <laughs> like literally. So um, it's not going to be like that. I want mine to be really intentional. I don't want to waste anyone's time. And I want to bring real value that you don't see on my Instagram, that you don't see on my YouTube channel, that you don't even hear about on the podcast. This is like exclusive content that I, I'm only doing for people who are really serious about growing their business. I don't have a, a funnel or anything for that yet or, or just like anywhere for you guys to check anything out. But I just feel like this is a cool group of people that listen to this podcast. And I want to let you guys know first that it is coming and so uh, if you are interested, what you can do is just DM me and be like, yo, I heard about your course on the podcast. I uh, would love to go on a list or something like that. I'm, I'm trying to compile like a small list of emails so I can launch it when I am ready. But man, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Super stoked uh, to get some more episodes rolling. I feel like I'm trying to get into a groove, but you know how it is. People get busy. Life comes up. But let me know if you guys have any questions on what we talked about. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat there at Edward Lee Films. Until the next episode, catch you guys later. Peace.